Welcome to the weekday Q&A with your host, Ryan Kennedy, where I answer questions submitted by our listeners like yourself. These short daily episodes cover a wide variety of topics to help bring you strategies, tools, and insights to optimize your health and better your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, Ryan Kennedy here. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is all about how to improve your gut health and more specifically, tips and strategies for healing what's commonly referred to as leaky gut. So what is leaky gut? It's oftentimes uh, called intestinal hyperpermeability to be more technical. And it's when food particles begin to leak through the intestinal wall which can lead to all sorts of problems. Autoimmune conditions, systemic inflammation, even thyroid issues can really be tied to the tight junctions in your small intestine becoming weak and permeable. So now food particles that are supposed to be staying in your GI tract are now becoming uh, kind of going places they shouldn't. You know, this problem really originates when the mucosal lining in the intestines becomes weak and thin. And over time, these gaps are created in this membrane where there's not supposed to be you know big gaps and food particles leak out which are not supposed to and so how do you know if you have this problem you know one of the most common and obvious signs i see is when people have a lot of food sensitivities or food allergies you know i run uh, food sensitivity panels for a lot of the people i work with in my practice and when I get the results back and there's just tons of foods they're reacting to, it's just lit up like a Christmas tree, I know, okay, there's some leaky gut going on here because no one should be reacting to this many foods. Uh, and the reason for that is because food particles are leaking into the, leaking through the intestinal wall into the bloodstream where they don't belong and the body sees them as foreign invaders. So it creates these antibody responses to the food particles and so by you know, then people start experiencing all sorts of food sensitivities. Um, there's also other signs and symptoms, you know, dis- digestive distress could, could be caused by some degree of, of leaky gut. Uh, fatigues, skin issues is a big one, just because our gut health is so tied to our skin health. Um, you know, headaches, joint pain, things of that nature. And, and when ignored, you know, it can even evolve into problems like irritable bowel syndrome and other inflammatory issues in the GI tract. Um, and also autoimmune conditions. So it's really important to understand this is a big issue and it's, it's somewhat of a spectrum. It's not all or nothing. Some people could have these debilitating problems where it's clear there's an issue, whereas other people it's more mild and can you know manifest as more just a little digestive distress, a little brain fog after you eat, a little bit of low energy. Um, but one of the reasons it's really problematic for everyone is because proper digestion is a critical component to absorbing the vitamins and minerals your body's need uh, from food. So when your digestion and your gut health is impaired, you're not able to absorb and utilize these essential nutrients and that leads to these deficiencies. So good news, I'm gonna cover some good strategies and tips for healing leaky gut. So I'm gonna start by talking about nutrition and then I'm gonna kinda go into some supplementation that I've seen work wonders for people in my practice. So. First things first, the fundamental aspect to healing leaky gut is really removing the inflammatory foods that are causing it. The most common culprits to this are grains, especially wheat and gluten-containing grains, uh, dairy, um, and 
processed foods which contain a lot of these omega-6 industrial vegetable oils, all of which are a problem. Uh, so even if you apply some of the strategies I talk about today, but you keep bringing in these assaulting foods, it's not going to really help long term. It'd be like if you fell down, you scraped your knee, and you know as it healed, the scrape formed, and then every two weeks you fall again and, and scrape open the scab, and you keep repeating this process over and over again, the wound would never heal. Same thing goes here with your gut. Without completely eliminating the foods that are a problem for you for an adequate length of time to actually give your gut time and space to heal, you're unlikely to really resolve the problem. And so. I would advise you know really steering clear of alcohol, grains, dairy, um, and then a lot of processed foods, refined sugars, things of that nature, uh, and those vegetable oils and unhealthy fats are really a culprit as well. So just eating a clean diet, you know, and, and how long? It really depends, but going for you know four to six weeks is going to be a great start. Seeing what type of improvement you get, a lot of people will get improvement just from cleaning up their diet, even without applying a lot of the stuff I'm going to dive into. You know, so that's very foundational. Um, and, and honestly, one of the hidden culprits, you know, a lot of the foods I rattled off, people listening to this are probably like, "Well, duh, Ryan, this stuff causes all sorts of problems." Um, I know it's not good for me, but one thing that kind of flies under the radar are uh, nightshades and lectin-containing foods. Um, Stephen Gundry wrote about this in his book, The Plant Paradox, and you know I, I've seen a lot of people reacting to things like bell peppers, tomatoes, uh, eggplants, you know things that are generally recognized as healthy vegetables, but because they're high in these can, uh, chemical defense systems, particularly lectins for this you know uh, particular group of plants, I've seen them become quite an issue. The other thing is over-the-counter drugs. Uh, prescription drugs or over-the-counter drugs can also become a problem. Um, NSAIDs, when taken on an empty stomach, can lead to some issues. Uh, NSAIDs being non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, uh, things like aspirin, uh, Tylenol, ibuprofen. Um, these things, when taken on an empty stomach especially, can be quite uh, hazardous to the lining of your gut. Not to say you should never take those things. If they're prescribed, you know, do what you need to do. Um, but it's just something to be mindful of. Maybe something to bring up with your health professional that you're working with. So as far as foods that could help heal the problem, number one on my list is bone broth because it contains a very unique array and balance of amino acids that are specifically helpful for healing the gut um, because bone broth is very high in amino acids like proline and glycine and glutamine. And all these things, you know, glutamine being the most abundant amino acid for healing the gut, which is why supplemental glutamine can be a good strategy. Um, but these other constituents in the bone broth, in addition to the amino acids, a lot of the minerals uh, and other micronutrients are excellent ways to really heal that connective tissue. Um, so while a lot of people hear connective tissue, they think skin and hair. Well, also our gut health is very important and made up a lot of those uh, collagenous amino acids can be very helpful. So homemade is always best, talked about this before, but even if you go out and buy some organic, you know, grass-fed bone broth, it's gonna be a great option to incorporate into your diet, especially, you know, with the colder winter months, very enjoyable having a nice piping hot cup of bone broth to kick off your day. You know, I drink it just like you would coffee. Uh, and I put in some good quality sea salts, a little curry powder, some fresh squeezed lemon or lime, and it is fantastic, folks. So I definitely recommend trying out some bone broth. And as a more convenient alternative to bone broth, you can get a uh, grass-fed collagen protein powder and just add that to your tea or coffee 
and it's going to bring in the same amino acids. You're not going to you're going to miss out on a lot of the minerals and micronutrients of the bone broth, but it's still going to be better than nothing. And I understand bone broth isn't always accessible or affordable or convenient to make, so that's a more practical option for anyone that's like Ryan. I get it, the bone broth's cool and all, but I'm not going to do it, man. So that's some first food number one bone broth. Food number two would be fresh pressed vegetable juice. I'm a huge fan of this because vegetable juice, I used to think juicing was a load of nonsense, guys. But what I came to realize is it's a great way to get a whole bunch of the micronutrients, the structured water, which is very hydrating, uh, as well as a lot of the other constituents from uh, the plants that you're juicing without all the troublesome fiber. Because raw vegetable fiber can be difficult to break down and really hard on the intestines. And especially if you have a gut issue already, you don't want to aggravate the intestinal lining by bringing in a bunch of raw vegetable fiber. Um, so the reason I really like the vegetable juice, particularly the combination I use is cucumber, celery, uh, lemon or lime, because the sourness and the citrus is going to take off the bitter edge of the vegetables. And then sometimes I'll throw in some herbs like some cilantro or some uh, watercress or some parsley. Uh, and that's pretty much the combo. That way you're staying real low on the sugar. Uh, it, you know, if you did want to add a little sweetness to it, I'd throw in some raw carrots. That's going to be your best bet for adding some naturally occurring sugars while bringing a lot more benefit than you're going to get from juicing fruits, which I typically advise against. Uh, but vegetable juice is going to be great to incorporate to really help. Um, that's going to be food number two. Food number three is going to be fermented foods. Uh, things like sauerkraut, kimchi, fermented pickles, just because of the beneficial bacteria, the probiotics they contain can really help to heal the digestive system, really benefit the gut, uh, and also lacto-fermented foods. I mentioned at the beginning of this to avoid uh, dairy products, but cultured dairy tends to be a lot less inflammatory, much better tolerated. Things like kefir, um, you know, good quality yogurt. If you're really sensitive to dairy, that's still going to be a gray area, um, but you know, if you tolerate it well, that's going to be a good source of these beneficial bacteria. All right, moving on to number four, we got omega-3 fats, DHA and EPA. You know, found in wild-caught fish like salmon would be a great source of this. Sardines, also a great source. Uh, and because of the powerful anti-inflammatory properties they possess, they can really help quell some of the inflammation and promote healing in the digestive tract. Uh, and they're also pretty easy to break down. Um, Last thing on this list for foods, uh, best foods for healing leaky gut, I'm gonna throw in grass-fed, pasture-raised animal foods. Because of the excellent amino acid profile you get from animal foods, the high quality protein is gonna be very beneficial. Now, if you have a gut issue and you're not producing enough hydrochloric acid, enough enzymes, it's gonna be hard to break this down. So you're gonna to wanna to work with a practitioner that can really guide you on what some good digestive supporting nutrients and things like supplemental HCL, supplemental enzymes, to break down that protein adequately so you're not getting a bunch of bloating and gas you know, and fermentation in the gut. But if you're able to break those foods down properly, the amino acids are very helpful. We've got to understand when we're healing any tissue in the body, we need protein. So it's going to be very beneficial for that. All right, next I'm going to segue into supplements for healing leaky gut. The number one, actually, you know, I have a bunch of supplements on this list. I'm only going to give you guys one today because this episode's going a little bit long. And more so because this is the most powerful thing I've ever found for healing leaky gut, and that is colostrum. Colostrum is the first food of life, and it contains a lot of, a lot of growth factors and healing compounds that really help to repair the gut lining. 
It's the single most effective supplement I've used with people to improve their gut health, improve their digestion, and also to enhance your overall health because it really supports the immune system. It's really fantastic as a way to do a whole bunch of different things. Um, and as with any supplement, not all colostrum is created equal. So by far the best one I've found is made by Sovereign Laboratories. They're liposomal, uh, high quality pastured colostrum. I'm gonna put the link in the show notes for people to check it out. But I do a couple teaspoons of this colostrum in my morning water. On an empty stomach is one of the best ways to get the gut healing benefits. Um, but you could add it to a smoothie and whatnot. But I add a couple teaspoons to my morning water every day. I've been doing this for a long time because I freaking love the benefits. And I just think it's such a great way to enhance your health with uh, whole food supplementation. So like I said, you know, systemic enzymes, glutamine, uh, collagen powder, digestive enzymes, these are all good supplements as well. But really, if you were to take away one thing from this, it'd be focus on cleaning up the diet and then bring in some colostrum. I'm going to close with that. As always, appreciate you listening in. I hope you found this episode valuable. Share it along to someone you know that can benefit from improving their gut health, improving their digestion. And I will see you tomorrow with our next daily Q&A episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, please share it along to anyone else you believe it can serve. You can submit your own question to be answered on the show by going to ryankennedyhealth.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review for the show. Your feedback helps to support me on my mission to positively impact as many people as possible with this information. Please note the information depicted in this episode is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine.